At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month no matter what kind of entertainment you love addicted to true crime catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on a e crime central crave adventure explore asian action movies on hayah searching for something extreme check out skating snowboarding and more on fuel tv plus the global home of action sports and find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's hit nation playlist there's new free shows and movies to love every week say free this week in your xfinity voice remote it's time for today's lucky land horoscope with victoria cash Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Turns and conditions apply. This is the Pittsburgh CityCast with Tim Benz, presented by Bet Rivers. Wednesday edition of the Pittsburgh CityCast. Tim Benz with you. Glad that you are with us here for another day before vacation. Actually, one more podcast before vacation on Thursday. Anthony Jaskulski from the Pittsburgh Sports Express is joining us for the first time this baseball season. We had Anthony on a bunch with us. I think the last time we might have had Anthony on with us was before the Kentucky Derby. Before we get to some of his picks and some of the ups and downs that he's gone through in the betting world, as have I, I'll let you know that we can swing for the fences on Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook this week when you make a first-time deposit using the code DERBY on the Baseball Home Run Derby. Sign up is super easy with the Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook app or visit BetRivers.com. Deposit $100 to receive a free Bet Rivers bet for home runs hit or deposit $250 and get the total home runs for the entire Derby as a free Bet Rivers bet. This offer is valid July 11th through July the 18th, so download the Bet Rivers online sportsbook app today and use the code DERBY when you make a first-time deposit. Visit BetRivers.com to see all the latest odds, boosts, and promotions running this baseball season. Bet with the winner. Bet with Bet Rivers, presented by Rivers Casino Pittsburgh. Must be 21. Gambling problem call. 1-800-GAMBLER. Anthony, one of those nights last night that ruined the great night that I had the night before. How many people do you think made enough to retire if they were live betting on the Reds in the ninth inning when Clay Holmes came in last night? Because I know I was the other way, and boy, was that a kick in the crotch. Yeah, when I got about four text messages all at the same time, 
telling me if my phone could tell me what is trending right now of what people are sending me it would all been clay holmes um so i had to look at it myself because i really wasn't paying much attention but uh yeah looks like jonathan india really uh broke some hearts my yeah goodness. mine included because i had that one on a parlay going last night i mean it was 335 oh. to win with Garrett Cole and I just tried to find some sort of parlay that would match and work out well and sure enough what was the other end Logan Webb in San Francisco 13 nothing over Arizona I could have been on easy street with my head on the pillow not worrying about it and instead I wasn't worried about because the parlay was shot before it began because I, how do you do that like how do you give up I, I think it was something like I got to find the number here Anthony it was something crazy like the Yankees hadn't lost up by three runs the ninth in 49 straight games, and the Reds hadn't come back from three runs or more down since the eighth in 48 straight games. And it just blew up right in my face. Now, and here's the thing, too. When you when that happens to you, and it usually always happens on a parlay, doesn't it? Don't we always lose a, a parlay on some awesome Yeah, front end of a right? parlay, right, front end of a parlay before yeah. a night game that's already just barely begun, you know? So... Um, it, when that happens, and then you just watch that replay over and over again, you just start breaking it down. Even I watched it over and over again after a while because, like I said, I had a couple friends that lost on that. So I'm looking at it and thinking, okay, wait a minute. Let, let me see exactly what happened here. Uh, Jonathan Indian, wait, it's an 0-2 count, two outs, and he just reaches out. He just lays one into the uh, outfield. I, I can't believe he even made contact with that ball. If you look at the freeze the frame of him swinging at that ball, it's halfway off the bat, the ball. But you know what? Baseball is one of the most cruelest sports you can ever bet on. I mean, you're not – I always – my heart is beating like a phone book in a dryer from one to nine. And that it doesn't matter if I'm up eight, nothing, because let me tell you, I lost on that nationals and Mets game. I believe that was last year or two years ago where, uh, the, the Mets were up eight, nothing going into the ninth. And, uh, yeah, the nationals rattled off nine runs to walk them off. So, anything can happen in this insane volatile game do you like the Mets this afternoon they are something like uh 30 or 24 and 7 coming off a loss they're at Atlanta they're going up against Charlie Morton Chris Bassett pitching for New York today uh based on trends that's a good one to go with how do you feel there Oh, man, the Basset Hound, huh? You know what? I like, before I even go there, I like the Mets. You're still getting really good odds on them to win the East right now. And right in front of my face at Bet Rivers, I, I, I'm seeing really good odds. Minus 136. Yeah, that's not so, bad at all. Because, of course, you got a two-horse race with the Braves, but I'm telling you, this Mets team's going to outlast them. They, I'll put it in stone right now. Um, that, I think that team – I shouldn't say – if I'm going to put it in stone, I shouldn't say think. I know that team's going to win the NL East. And you get minus 136 on that, that's that's some nice odds. Yeah, especially uh, this deep into the season, too. Right. And here's the one thing you have to to watch, because I always say this. I point this out to anybody that ever wants to bet baseball, including myself. you got to go to the mirror sometimes, right? But um, 
when you get into these games, especially a 12-20 game, which I believe the Mets and Braves are. Now, this one's a little bit different because, obviously, this game you know, has substance. You know, the, the Mets need this game. Uh, they, they need to keep themselves away uh, from the Braves and the standings. But when you get to a game like, oh, I mean, even the Yankees and Reds last night, we have to look at that through a different kind of lens because I don't think – no matter what happens with the Yankees, they could lose 10 in a row. They're still an easy street to win uh, their division. I mean, they have 62 wins right now. So And they're playing in the best division in baseball, oh, by the way. It's insane, right? Everybody's at 500 or better. Even even the freaking Orioles. I cannot believe that. But um, when you get to these like dog days of summer, because we're here now. We're at that point. Um some of these teams really just don't care. You could feel that. You could feel that energy in the first game, uh, Yankees and Pirates. You could feel that that energy from the Yankees that they just didn't bring their bats with them. They were swinging it differently. They were looking differently. Uh, I mean, I don't want to take away from anything that Jose Quintana did that night because uh, that was obviously an audition for him uh for when he gets traded a month from now, which I think is inevitable. Yeah, because um, the Blue Jays are watching everything the Yankees do, right? So. Oh, exactly. But, you know, when you when you have a game like that, you could tell hey, that was a getaway day for the Yankees the day before. They had to come there. They've got the Red Sox on their mind because this is only a two-game series. That was a really good spot to take the Pirates, and you could get really good odds on that. I believe they were plus 200 at the end of the day uh, on the, on the uh, money line. So, you got to consider that just because a team is 61 and 26 or just because, you know, the Mets who whoever they play next after the Braves here, just because they're dominating and they're world beaters, that doesn't mean that that's happening right now, that they actually you know are in that game right now. Because, hey, there's 162 of these things. And they're not going to win every single one of them. This is the time to get really good odds on teams, uh, i.e. the Baltimore Orioles, who just cannot shut it off right now. They're on all six cylinders. And almost every one of their wins came uh, at plus juice. So The Orioles right now, and I've talked about this a couple times this week, are the best team in Major League Baseball in all situations against <laughs> the run line, whether that's covering the run line when they're favored or covering the yeah. run line when they're underdogs. Uh, they're clipping along at something like 63%. It's insanity, and you can't – like, I, I can't stand when I hear people say, oh, that team sucks. Okay, they might suck, but this is Major League Baseball, you know? This is one game right now we have to look at. We can't just say, uh, oh, well, I mean, this team's, you know, they're, they're, they're minus 380, so obviously they're going to crush this team. It doesn't happen right now. It's a little bit different. And, and the Orioles – I don't know what to deal with that team. I believe in like in that span that you're talking about, they've had like seven walk-offs. I think they had uh, back-to-back walk-offs, if I'm not mistaken, against the Mets. This is a this is a really weird time to be alive, Tim, because that that payroll is less than the Pirates. You know, I, I, I told myself I was going to stay away from the Pirates against the Marlins this week because. Well, Alcantara isn't pitching. Like I was going to do my Shane McClanahan thing, like where, you know, they went against the Rays and I didn't bother betting against him against the Rays, but I guess I could have for a couple games. I said, no, no, no. I'm just going to save up for Sunday and bet the mortgage on McClanahan. Mm-hmm. And that came through. 
I wanted to do the same thing with Alcantara, but he pitched the night before the series started. So mm-hmm. I was stupid last night. See, I went the other way last night. I see Chris Stratton starting a baseball game. I don't think that baseball game is getting out without it being 2 nothing in the first inning. You know, <laughs> I thought that oh, there God. were at least two runs to be had against Stratton. So I bit the over last night and somehow comes in tucked in at 3-2 Pirates. Uh, how did that happen last night? Hey, Chris Stratton, I mean, the minute that guy's a rally killer, the minute he comes in with that uh, walk-up song he has at home, um, just one of the most miserable, saddest freaking country songs you ever hear. But the minute, yeah, from, from that point, from, from jump to the very end, you're just like, oh, God, this is going to be depressing. But um, it's actually been... They've, they've actually been pretty good on the road. And you know what, Tim? If you look at the numbers with the Pirates, and you know, I hate doing that because it was obvious, especially with the Pirates. It was a different team even two years ago. But, I mean, you look at – I'd say you crunch it into the last five years. The Pirates have almost a 70% winning percentage when they go to Miami. I mean, they, they kick ass down there. Yeah. Uh, so what they're going for a sweep today with JT Brubaker on the bump. You get him at plus, I believe, believe it's plus one fifty at Bear Rivers right now. Actually, it's not a sweep they've got because they got the Thursday game too. They got the Thursday game too. Yeah. So you, yeah, you got a best of four with them. But um, who? So you got JT Brubaker going against Pablo Lopez, and I don't know. Lopez has been on a little bit. He, he kind of dominated the Mets in five innings, but that's just it. You're going to get five innings from him. Yeah, six and four uh, and a two ninety one ERA right now. Um, he, he's given three seven innings uh, starts, but um, you're I don't think you're going to get one from him. Especially he's been pitching on the road for the last three starts. Coming back home, that's off. That's often shaky for a pitcher um, after being on the road that long. Because I mean, hey, we know it. We see it all the time. Pitchers are creatures of habit, and you have to take advantage of that. Um, in baseball, you can't fade the obvious. If it looks like a duck, if it smells like a duck, you know what I mean. It is one. So, like I say. Um, There'll always be that reverse psychology that the sports books want to do to you and make you say, well, wait a minute, why is that line like that? But oftentimes that line's like that because they just want you to go the other way. Just got to use common sense a lot. Okay, so when you get a game like this, for instance, tonight, Houston mm-hmm. and the Angels, it's mm-hmm. Shoei, so of course the Angels are favored at minus 118. So my first thought was, I bet you there's good value on the Astros here. And I look at the Astros, and they're only plus 102. So, like, what's what's the smarter play here? Like, trying to make plus 102 on the Astros, or because they are the Astros, Shoei and the Angels are only favored at minus 118, so that's not too expensive to buy on Shoei. What's, what's the smarter way to go on that? So, there is no smart way with the angels right now have you seen that uh, I, I don't know if it was a meme that was out there lately but since the angels fired joe madden i believe only won eight games <laughs> i mean that happened at the beginning of the season and they, they've just they've been on one of the worst streaks in all of baseball and it's insane because you have two of the best players in major league baseball and you're just terrible. And it's, I don't know, I would be sick in it. I'd be so sick if I was an Angels fan. Um, 
That being said, Otani, every time he goes out there and pitches, it's either 15 strikeouts with this guy or it's a couple early runs. Um, there, there's a switch that gets flicked. I mean, hey, he, he has a 2-4-4 ERA right now. He's, he's got 81 innings pitched under his belt already. And on a losing team like this, that's absolutely remarkable. Um, I don't know. I, I mean, the last seven games, it was it's kind of been a, you know, two ERA, but he has given up 10 earned runs. I mean, he will give up some runs here. Uh, Christian Javier is your, your starting pitcher on the other end, and that's probably where the value comes from. This is yeah. not – yeah, it's not such a known name here. This is a shaky guy. Everybody's always expecting the, the the one of the top things that gets all betters intrigued is well that team's due, right? That team's due. The Angels have to be due. Oh, you know, we gotta just double up, triple up on them. It's kinda like sitting at the Baccarat table, right? Banker comes up fourteen straight times. Eventually player's gonna hit, right? So I'm just gonna go all in. But is this the right game to go all in on? Uh no, I, I think would, it is. Right. I would uh stay away from this personally. If I was betting, I wouldn't want to be any ports. I would live bet it. You know why? You got first three, you got first five, first seven. There's so many ridiculous degenerate bets you can make out there. It doesn't have to be a full nine game. It's a smorgasbord out there. And if I'm touching anything, listen, the most untouchable time uh, there is for Shohei Otani. Like I said, he might give up an early run or two here. But at the end of the day, the most dominant he is is in that first five. I jump right in that first five window. I believe you could get him at, as I'm looking right now, um, first five innings, LA Angels minus 122. I would, I'd, I'd be more than happy with that one. So but you, you got to be careful with those because uh, lead after five innings is a three-way too. So you can also bet on the tie. So you want to make sure that you take the one that just has two options. Angels minus 122. That means if it ends 0-0 after five, you just got to push on your hands. Two other ones I want to get to. I want to circle back to the Orioles for a second. If we're talking about the run line with them, since that's been their sweet spot all year, mm. they're playing the Cubs today, and the Cubs are favored. So you can get the Orioles on the run line at minus 182 to get a run and a half. Um, you can also bet the Orioles at plus 117 to win at Wrigley. Um, I, I like the Orioles again today. You do? Yeah, you don't? Well, Spencer Watkins is out there right now, and maybe I look at the other side, who's on the pump for the other side. And uh, Steele's been pretty good lately for the Cubs. I know his ERA is not really indicative of it overall, but lately he has not been bad. Spencer Watkins, oh, man, that's that's a shaky name. That that is a shaky name, and I feel like this Cubs lineup. Why? Because he spells it with an S. Spencer. Is that why it's a shaky name? And he wears number eighty. <laughs> we can't have those. You're saying I should out. never bet on a pitcher who wears number eighty? Is that what you're saying? Listen, my grandfather said you never trust a pitcher that goes above seven. Never. <laughs> <laughs> um, that never just... throws under seventy and wears over seventy. That's a bad combination. 
Hey, he's gotten a lot better since his debut last year. I mean, he was he he was hurling in the high eights in the uh, in the ERA department last year. But this guy's a real shaky pitcher, man. You know what I would take if I would take anything here? I'd go over. I'd go over on this one. That's no, not a bad call. It's only eight, right? It it's eight, eight right now. Yeah, it's eight right no, now. No, is it eight? Eight right now? It's eight, and it's minus one twelve versus the under being minus one oh seven. That's that's pretty cheap. See, now that's a pretty tricky line. I don't know why that's sitting at eight, but still, like I said, I'll go back to that roll. If it's a duck, you know, it's a duck. So, Steele's been pretty good lately, but I feel like that Cubs lineup alone, and, and again, okay, so if you're in that dilemma, right, and you're feeling like I'm feeling right now, that I know I'm going to get runs, but I feel like it's going to come from the other department. But I still don't want to bet on that team because, you know, I, I, I just I just don't know. Okay, so let's go to total runs. The Cubs right now, over four and a half, is at plus 117. That's fantastic value. The Cubs right now are averaging a clip of 3.8, which isn't as bad as everybody thought they'd be. Um, the lineup's kind of coming around lately, and like I said, a lot of these trends are cyclical in baseball. Over four and a half, plus 117 is not such bad value for the Cubs to score five runs or more. Last thing, there's a doubleheader today. Pursuta and I have been looking for doubleheaders all year. We've been hitting big on the theory of if a team loses game one of a doubleheader, they're bound to win game two. It's clipping along for us is what we've found to be somewhere between two-thirds and three-fourths of the time. It's been magic. Got a tricky one today, though, because it's Mariners and Nationals. The Nationals are plus money in Game 2 at plus 102. Should they lose Game 1? I don't know how it will change, but right now they're the underdog for Game 2. Um, have you had any any luck following this formula? Do you have any theories on double headers? How do we look at this one specifically, and how have you looked at them at large throughout the course of the year? Well, I mean... Like I said, more power to you and, and Pursuta, man, that, that you guys can get through nine innings because my attention span has uh, been really sharpened to the point where uh, I'm almost at the eraser. So that being said, I really, really do the first three or the first five or I'll jump into a game when it's in the sixth inning already. Uh, I, I can't – it's just too hard for me to print out a ticket, so to speak, you know, and sit there. And stomach three and a half hours of, of what the hell is going to happen next. And I'm telling you, I've been gun shy ever since that Mets and, and Nationals game. You have something, you are up eight runs going into the ninth inning. You lose back to eight. That changes a man, Tim. That changes a man. <laughs> oh, I'm a little changed after last night with the Yankees. I hear you there. <laughs> but um, I, I'm, I'm, I'm terrified of the Seattle team. There, you want to talk about hot streaks? Um, what, where are we right now with them? 15 of their last 18? Uh, let me see here. Can this team be stopped? I don't have the actual number in front of me, but that's kind of where I was going with the thought is yeah, if the Nationals is. lose game one, do I feel good enough about our theory to just get in on it for game two? And there have been games like this where there's a disparity that appears to be obvious to say, nah, nah, stay away. And it still happens. Mm. You're like, man, I should have done it. So um, I'm not sure which way to fall on this one, but you know, to your point about Seattle, now three games above 500. And then, oh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight in a row. Yeah, and uh, 11 of 12 is where they are at this point. Um, so let's see. Here's one I got for you on this one. 
because you know I just love to dive into the uh, different avenues you could take on this. Josh Bell's auditioning for a new team, right? I mean, odds are he's not going to stay a national. Um, he's batting 304 right now. He's actually crushing righties. Uh, Chris Flexen, you know, he's he's an iffy guy. He's a strikeout pitcher, which is kind of what we want to see with uh, Josh Bell swinging nowadays. That that's that's got double written all over. Uh, if we go, if we hearken back to when the um, Pirates played the Nats, because I jumped on this too. Flexen, Quintana, kind of the same pitcher. They kind of got the same thing going on. How did Josh Bell start that game off? Started with a leadoff double. I'm going to go with that again. Now, that's what this bet's going to be. It's called total bases, TB, total bases recorded by the player. Um, Josh Bell over one and a half. That means he needs two singles. Walks don't count for this. Hit by pitch, none of that counts. He needs to, it needs to be in play, no out. Um, so two singles, one double, one triple, one home run, whatever. As long as he gets those two bases. It's a plus 105, which is great odds. Uh, he's seeing a beach ball right now up at the uh, plate. He's batting second. I love him in that slot. That's my play for the first game. First game. All right. When we come back, we'll switch gears. We'll talk about the Open out in England. And when we also return, we'll get into some hockey conversation with Evgeny Malkin's new deal and look at some futures for the Penguins. This is the Pittsburgh CityCast. Tim Benz, Anthony Jaskolski from the Pittsburgh Sports Express, brought to you by Bet Rivers. Download the app today or go to BetRivers.com. Bet Rivers Sportsbook is offering new customers a deposit match up to $250 when you sign up today. In addition to their welcome bonus, Bet Rivers has daily and ongoing promotions that can provide extra value. Download the Bet Rivers app or go to betrivers.com today to sign up. Presented by Rivers Casino Pittsburgh, must be 21. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler. Back on the Pittsburgh CityCast, uh, Anthony, you'll be shocked to find out that Evgeny Malkin re-signing with the Pens has kept them at plus 2,500 to win the Cup. It didn't shorten the odds. I know you're stunned by that. <laughs> Not at all. I mean, hey, hey, it's great. They're keeping the band back together. And um, if I'm a fan, uh, I'm I'm sure I'd be ecstatic, you know, glowing right now that, that Malkin, Latang, and and Crosby are going to – they're going to die a penguin. And that's what we want to see at the end of the day. They're gonna they're gonna be birthed and die to penguin. But what does that really do for the product on the ice? You know? Uh, well, right now like it said, allows them to not improve it. They're just going forward with exactly yeah. what they have. I mean, even up to and including Raquel getting a big deal, which by the way, I have a theory on that. I want to see if you subscribe to it or not. My theory is they gave him the money, kind of like F you money to Malkin. <laughs> Like, you know, it was, okay, Gino says he's going to free agency. Let's pick up the phone and ask Raquel's agent. What, what does he want again? Six years? Okay, uh, five million each? Done. Fine. Take it. <laughs> right. Right. And it, and it worked, didn't it? Yeah, it kind of worked because it, they it, couldn't give Malkin any more. Like, they've only got $4 million left. They're obviously going to have to move a blue liner, maybe two at this point. You know what? I, at the end of the day, and I think this has been the common trend, and I agree with everybody on this one, too. Hextall did a hell of a job doing what the people wanted, honestly, and doing it at a bargain value. Would you ever think that you could keep Malk and Latang and, and um, Raquel, get, get all these names together, re-sign them all for what, under 22 mil? Is that what we're looking at the year here? Well, between the, two, between the four of them, you mean? 
Yeah. So it's uh, Rust and Gino and Rust, Letang. yeah, I'll let Rust out. I'll, yeah, I'll, well, yeah I'm just thinking about all the guys who are coming back. Rust is at five. Um, Raquel is at five, so that's 10. And then the other mm-hmm. two guys are at 12, so that's 22. 22, there you go. That's incredible. That's absolutely incredible, Tim, that he did it. Especially from a guy who everybody up until now was calling a lame duck. Like, I want to get my futures bet in on how bad the Penguins are going to be in five years. <laughs> like, after year well, four of all these deals, what's their under point total in the year 2026? I, I just want to show a new generation. I want to, oh, you know, boy. even some the Ramsey ab- Like, when Ramsey a bit as Ramsey a bit Jr., and he's a Penguin, too. <laughs> Yeah, even some millennials, and I'm actually in that classification, but I just want them to see. I want them to have to live through what we had to live through back in the day of the Rico Fada era because it was gruesome and it was painful. But at the end of the day, Rico Fada should have a statue somewhere near Lemieux's because without his god-awful minus 77 performance that one year, you do not get Sidney Crosby the next year. But um, I digress. You – you're going back to those the, the to the Stone Age, and it's going to happen. Especially like you said, you know, I mean, you you inked all these guys, so you know, this is the end. You know, this is the swan song. Is going to be Pittsburgh for Latang, for Malkin, for Crosby, and then when that transition comes, yeah, like where are you gonna where are you gonna go from there? It's it's going to get real dark real soon. They don't have much to add as far as the next two lines Ugh. go. They have nothing to add on the blue line unless they ship something out first. So uh, they are going to be who they were last year. There's no major changes, no difference in style of play. So uh, they got to no. see if they qualify even for the playoffs before we start talking about winning one more round. But it just – No, I mean, yeah, because there's not a guy – like POJ is not going to come up and just all of a sudden be a world beater and like, oh, this was the glue, this was the piece we needed. You know, they should have brought him up last year. That's not going to work. That's not how it's going to be. Um, and, I, and I don't think they're going to go get any – I don't think they can afford right now to go get a, a Trocek or, or a Goudreau or somebody like that that's on the market, right? And, and I don't think that they would mesh with the identity that the Penguins have right now, which is old. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> I, oh, Tim, I don't know, man. Hey, people are happy about it. I, I get it. Malkin, you know, he's uh, at the end of the day, I would put him in the top 75 all time. I, I think that should be uh, undisputed, right? He's probably one of the top 75 hockey players of all time. But eventually, all things come to an end. Um, I, oh, I don't know. Joe Namath didn't finish his career out with the Jets. You Wayne know. Gretzky didn't finish with the Oilers. If Getty Malkin could have put on a Stars uniform, and the world would have kept spinning. You know, like I mean, Montana wore number nineteen in Kansas City, so it's it's he didn't have to. It didn't have to be that way. It didn't have to be unceremonious. If you if you let him test for agent waters and he went somewhere else, he was still a Penguin. I mean, it's still Heinz Field. It's still Heinz Field. <laughs> It's still the uh, same building. Don't get me started uh, on that. Um, all right, so I want to get to golf here. By the way, I did not have AccraSure at even money odds to take over for Heinz Field. I was not in on AccraSure. They were a long shot. I didn't see them sneaking around the back door. Yeah, how many drunk Yenzers are going to end up calling it AquaShore and tell you that, you know what, it's not a bad sport. Okay, so actually, I'm, <laughs> I'm glad you said that because I got an email from somebody. I'm trying to figure out, he, he referred to it as Acupuncture Stadium. 
And yes. Based on the tone of the email, I'm trying to figure out if A, that was autocorrect, B, he was being sarcastic, or C, he really thinks that's what it's called. And I can't tell the difference between the tone of his email, and I think it's going to be that way for the next 20 years or so. <laughs> you know what? It's a good holistic name. It's a nice radical therapy. <laughs> it's something that... Uh... Hey, worked for James Harrison. He got acupuncture stadium all the time. So. <laughs> I was just going to say what. That's right, James Harrison. See, there you go. All right, oh so I, I got to ask you, when you bet golf, do you kind of treat it like horse racing? Do you, do you take a guy, Ooh. like for instance, here at Bet Rivers, I'll just go with the, with the favorite, Rory McIlroy. Yeah. He's plus 1,000 to win, right? Top 5, yes. plus 250. Top 10, plus 238. Sorry, take that back, plus 138. And then top 20, he's at minus 150. So I'll, I'll give it again. McElroy to win, plus 1,000. Top 5, plus 250. Top 10, plus 138. And then top 20, minus 150. Do you look at a golfer and kind of treat him like win, place, or show in a horse race and just decide what you think is the best of the bets? Do you prefer to go with – do you have a formula with that? or Do you just pick him to win? How do you tend to bet golf in that regard? So if I got to do it again, if I got to bet golf, um, I'm, I'm jumping in third day, like, you know, and end of the second day, uh, going into the third, I'm taking it live right there. Cause you're still going to get good odds, obviously not the best odds, but you're going to get kind of get a better idea of what's happening because yeah, Rory right now is a favorite plus 900, right? I mean, he's finished in the top 10, all three majors this season. What if he doesn't make the cut or something, you know? You never know what will happen. What if he has back spasms and he jumps out? There's so many variables that it's just so hard to print out a ticket and say, this is my guy. Yeah, I'm getting him at plus 900. That's fantastic. But uh, you don't know what's going to happen. You don't know what's going to happen to any of these guys at the end of the day because there's a 100 of them chasing, especially in something like the British Open. Which we know is that that's that's or, or the open now, excuse me. Uh, that that's one of the toughest. I think that is the toughest of all the majors to bet. Um, what I would do if I'm going to go into it printing out tickets, I'm taking multiple horses because this isn't just a normal horse race, you know, this isn't just uh, pick them one through 12. You're picking one through what a buck fifty, so there are a lot of different bets you can take out there that are better. Uh, for instance, to make the cut type bets, um, you can take matchups, which I like a lot. Um, I think that I think those are your best uh, odds at the end of the day. Speaking of that, like you could take matchups. For instance, uh, Webb Simpson versus Lehman Woe. Okay. Minus 136 to plus 108. I really think Webb, Webb Simpson's a steal on that, and you're only getting him at minus 136. This is his kind of terrain. This is the kind of – he's a striker at the end of the day, and you're going to want that, especially, uh, you know, going through it all the way, which uh, I think that's a winner. But, again, you got to hang on to that. That bet's got to stay with you for a while. And you can also bet – at the end of day one, at the end of day two, at the end of day three, you can do these matchups and everything. So you don't just have to sit there and say, ah, you know what? I'm going to take this ticket and I'm going to stick to it. Because what do we have Rory at? He's actually plus 1,000 right now, right? Yeah, you can also go favorite. You can also go like two guys, partner them together, and just do a yes-no bet. You, 
You could do that too. You got Xander Schofle at the plus four. Yeah. You know what? Out of that, out of that top four, man, if you put a gun to my head and said pick something out of these top four that's going to go the furthest, I'm taking Matthew Fitzpatrick. Fitzpatrick and McElroy at plus six hundred, for instance. Yeah. I'm, well, see, I don't trust McElroy here. I don't. No. I'm not. I'm not big on him right now. I'm not big on top favorites to to really finish off strong as it is. But uh, Matthew Fitzpatrick is a name that, that – that's a name that sticks out. You're getting him at plus 1,800 here. He does well at the scores, um, especially if it's raining, which it almost always is. <laughs> He's <laughs> a mutter. We're talking about horses. Is. He's a mutter. He's a mutter. His father was a mutter. What did I just tell you? Um, so, yeah, no, Matthew Fitzpatrick is a name that sticks out to me. I jump on him, uh, and like I said, I'm looking at the – smorgasbord of options you have here at Bet Rivers too, which is a ton. So there's a ton of futures bets you can make. And that's what I always say. You know, just don't limit yourself to just one single bet, whether it's baseball, whether it's golf, whatever. Just spread it around. Find find something that, that looks a little more appetizing and is not so absurd as to well, he's got eighteen to one odds to win and I've got to sit here and wait till Sunday evening to figure it out. If I'm gonna win this thing or not. Anthony, thanks as always. Appreciate it. We'll do it again when we get close to football season, all right? Absolutely. Always a pleasure. Anthony Jaskolski, Pittsburgh Sports Express. we got one more podcast to go tomorrow, and then we will be uh, off for a week and then back at it as we head out to Latrobe to see the Pittsburgh Steelers in preparation for the 2022 season at, I believe it's called uh, St. Accurature Stadium, uh, or whatever it is now out in St. Vincent <laughs> College in Latrobe. This is the Pittsburgh CityCast, and it's brought to you by Bet Rivers.